Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce, President and CEO. Here he is, Chris Hembro. Chris, good morning to you. First of all, you've got to be pretty happy about the news of Portillo's coming to town, huh? Watch out. Yes, that's uh, that's exciting news. I know that's been talked about for some time. Years. Uh, and uh, certainly exciting. By the way, thanks for having me on this morning. Uh, good to talk with you. Absolutely. Well, we're getting ready to reopen Illinois tomorrow with a lot of salons and outdoor uh, seating for restaurants, and I know the Chamber's been in the lead. What are some of the things you've been doing for your members to get them ready for the reopening? Well, you know, it, it's uh, one of our core functions is to provide our members with resources and as much support as we possibly can. As you can imagine, over these last couple of months, uh, we have had countless conversations with many, many of our 1,300-plus members that represent all kinds of industries, shapes, and sizes. Uh, and one of the themes that's, that's emerged, especially since the, uh, the release of the Restore Illinois plan, um, was kind of the question from a lot of folks as to what's going to be, be required of us when our time comes. And one of the unique things about the chamber world uh, and our connection with other chambers throughout the state and the country um, is uh, the communication and the sharing of ideas that goes on. So we created, as I think you and I mentioned via some email communication, uh, a reopening guide. Uh, that reopening guide is not necessarily unique to us. There are many contributors, chambers across the country have been developing and working on guidance, guidebooks, procedures, protocols, ways to make sure that we keep our, our communities our customers and our employees safe as organizations and businesses begin to, uh, you know, return to some sense of normalcy and business. And so a lot of folks, as I acknowledged in our guidebook, have been contributors, if you will, to this. Uh, it really is a, a compilation of a lot of guidance that's out there. And so, so that's one of the many things we've done is we have um, put that together. We've shared guidance. We've encouraged our folks to to put a written plan in place and to begin to implement that through the month of May so that they would be ready for uh, phase three to begin tomorrow. And we've seen uh, many of our members do that. In fact, we did a reopening um, survey a week or so ago that indicated uh, just under 85% of folks who responded to that survey said, uh, hey, we have our plan developed so that we can address the appropriate safety practices and procedures. And, and then of those 84, 85%, about 78% of those folks uh, have been working on implementing and have more than 50% of that in place. And then, then a number of them, close to 90%, uh, plan to use graphics, posters, signage, other materials to do their best to assure staff and customers that they've got the right practices, procedures, protocols in place. Chris, uh, around the time of the Great Recession, uh, the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce um, joined up with others to, to push forward the um, uh, Q5 initiative, if I recall. Uh, and that was totally different circumstances, right? I mean, that was a, a financial crisis spurred on by, you know, some may say, you know, shady loan practices, for instance, in the housing market. Um, this is a totally different situation. We've got uh, record unemployment. More than 1.2 million Illinoisans filed for unemployment. Just announced today, more than 50, almost 60,000 uh, in Illinois filed for unemployment just last week alone. What's the chamber's role going to be in um, getting the economy back up fully operational um, with the, the different circumstances we have? It's not a financial crisis spurred on by banks and and problems there. This is 
This is a, a, a an economic crisis that man made uh, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's it's man made. It's it's government, uh, you know, with various orders uh, limiting uh, how businesses can operate. How is the chamber going to be involved in in getting things back on track? You know, as you said, this is uh, this is man made as a result of this pandemic, and I think as we, you know, it's been over two months now uh, that we have been pretty much shut down and, and the time has come and that's another one of those themes that we've heard from our members is is we have got to be able to reopen this economy we've got to be able to reopen our businesses and get our employees uh, back uh, engaged and so we'll do anything and everything we can as folks are looking to re-engage and re-employ or bring their employees back um, I think there's going to be some challenges with with some of the relief legislation that has taken uh, taken place uh, we've seen that, that there are certain workers who, through the federal piece of legislation that added $600 a week to folks' unemployment, uh, in certain areas of the country where folks are, are ahead of us in reopening, um, some folks are really experiencing a difficult time getting employees back on board. And so we will certainly do everything in our power to, to encourage and to uh, help folks move along, uh, we we recent, during this time we've had to cancel a number of uh, or postpone a number of events. One of which uh, was a job fair this spring. So as soon as we have the opportunity to bring that back online and do that to connect workers with employers, uh, we will do that. Even though we will probably still be under some restrictions as to the size of gatherings, I think when we get to phase four, hopefully at the end of June, as we um, hope we'll continue to exceed the metrics uh, that the Department of Public Health uh, shows on their on their website they're being tracked uh, even in phase four unless something changes uh, gatherings of uh, up to 50 people will be allowed but not beyond that number and so we'll have to find some unique ways to do that job fair whether it's putting folks in different rooms uh, but we will do everything in our power to connect potential workers with potential employers as things begin to open back up. What are you hearing from your members? Are they satisfied with the communication they're getting at uh, state and local levels, or are they frustrated too? Yeah, I mean, I, there's been a real, both of those uh, both of those items, a real frustration with the, the pace of how this is moving forward, but also uh, some sense of frustration regarding guidance and guidelines. I think we all know uh, uh, the state recently uh, released industry-specific guidelines. It was one of the reasons that we did some of the work that we did previously. Uh, and um, I think those guidelines are a step in the right direction. But as folks are trying to um, hurry along to get open, uh, guidance uh, sooner would have been more helpful. The reality is we are where we are. Uh, folks have got the tools in their hands now to know how to proceed. And like any uh, difficult time, especially when things are uncertain, uh, we can learn. So hopefully we learn our lesson through this so that the next time we face uncertain challenges uh, that lie ahead, we'll, uh, we'll learn to communicate better. We'll learn to provide the resources uh, in a more efficient manner. Chris, uh, the Glenn Carbon Edwardsville Chamber of Commerce uh, filed suit against the governor. Was that ever an option for you guys? Did you hear from your members here in Springfield that uh, they wanted something similar like that to uh, just at least answer the question if the governor has the authority to reshape the economy uh, uh, unilaterally? 
Yeah, we, you know, that is not something that, uh, that our board has discussed. We've certainly had many, many discussions with members about the authority or lack thereof to, uh, to shut down the economy. And, and our position, as, as, as it has been since really day one, has been it's critically important to defer to the County Department of Public Health and our local health care system, systems first and foremost to make sure that we didn't overwhelm the health care systems. However, uh, it's also been that we have to strike uh, a balance between public safety and moving forward with the ability to reopen uh, commerce in our community. I think as the county uh, recently uh, released a, uh, a COVID-19 policy update, and they said, you know, as in everything in life, um, people in business will need to make their own risk calculations based on the information available to them. And so we have been encouraging in every way behind the scenes through various connections to move this along because we believe that after this amount of time, the time has come for us to allow job creators to have the opportunity to get back to work, to employ their staffs, and to responsibly open their doors with the right protocols and procedures in place so commerce can begin again. Chris Ambrose with us from the Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY 827 on the morning news feed. Now, Chris, this has been, uh, I, and I would think you would be put in this situation too, the, the, the need for reopening businesses, granted with the balancing with the need to keep people safe. How difficult has it been in your position to try and balance these two things? Well, I, you know, we're at the Chamber, we're, we're not... Uh, unlike or any different than anybody else it is a it is a fine line for folks to walk i think we we can all agree with that it's uh you know wherever folks find themselves on this spectrum um of public safety and commerce uh it's a balancing act and uh, again i think the county said it well in their recent policy update when they said ultimately people in business will need to make their own risk calculations uh, as they make decisions moving forward. Uh, our encouragement as the Chamber of Commerce has been, as you prepare to reopen your business, we encourage you to look at all the guidance that is available through the Restore Illinois guidance, through our guidance, through the Illinois Department of Public Health, and put the right procedures and protocols in place. And those really, from a high level, all have to do with the areas of appropriate cleaning of your establishment, have to do with the ability to social distance, and in many cases have to do with face covering and face masks. And we've encouraged our businesses to take the responsible approach to put the right procedures and protocols in place. There, there's no right answer. There's no easy way forward. Uh, as we try to balance those two ends of the spectrum. But I, I would think that ultimately, too, it's going to be up to the customers because we, what what we've always said is reopen the businesses and let the public decide whether or not they want to come visit them. And in a lot of places, they've done that, too. So I think, uh, you know, when it comes to those cleanliness standards, you're right. I mean, moving forward, it's going to be very difficult. But I think that the public's probably going to be the best judge of uh, uh, whether or not they're going to come into a business and whether or not it's clean enough. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think uh, ultimately businesses can reopen, but the public's going to decide if they show up or not. And uh, I think, you know, we vote with our feet in, in so many ways, right? Uh, and I don't know about you, but 
during this time, uh, there have been many times where we have needed to go out to, whether it be the grocery store or a recent trip to Ace Hardware for a new latch for our, our uh, gate to our backyard. Um, I have seen those parking lots and those stores uh, so full. I've never seen them so busy. And so I yeah. think we are going, you know, while we hear folks talk about there will be a hesitancy for folks to, to go out for the public to return to business establishments, um, I think what we've seen so far is that the opposite is true. So we will see what happens come tomorrow morning and, and as we move forward, ultimately, uh, as you put it, the public will decide. Chris Hembro, Greater Springfield Chamber of Commerce CEO and President. Chris, thank you so much for your time, as always. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Great to speak with you guys.